we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. FAU Basketball Media Day. We're about to have players. We're about to have Dusty May come rolling through here. We are on site today at the L.E.L.O.R. R. Baldwin Arena in Boca, Florida Atlantic, number 10 in the AP Top 25, their highest preseason ranking in program history, coming off their 35 wins and Final Four appearance a year ago. The season starts November 8th, Barstool Invitational in Chicago against Loyola. For tickets, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUsports.com. That's 866-FAU-WILES and FAUsports.com. I'll, of course, have the call of every FAU basketball game on the FAU Sports Media Network. Let me tell you about I Think Financial. Join I Think for free shred days this month, inviting you to securely discard personal and financial documents, help those in need by donating non-perishable food items at each event, and Enjoy refreshments and giveaways on select days this month at a branch near you. Each individual allowed up to 10 standard-sized banker's boxes of paper materials at a time for shredding. Certified document destruction shredding service offered, I think, financial credit union members through MicroShed, a non-affiliated third-party service provider for, I think, financial credit union by participating in the free shredding service. You agree to hold the credit union harmless from all liability. That's IThinkFI.org, IThinkFI.org, I think financial uh stone can we can we hear shane beamer south carolina head coach uh him uh him owning up to the dumbest injury of the college football season because it was only saturday night when uh, well south carolina looked terrible especially late florida able to grind its way to a win over the gamecocks uh you you i mean south carolina was was poor poor in, in multiple situations on Saturday. Graham Mertz, the SEC Offensive Player of the Week, by the way, the Florida quarterback. Um, this was Shane Beamer uh, trying to dispel any rumors that might arise from him wearing a cast and a boot this Saturday when South Carolina plays. On Saturday, uh, so I'd rather just get it out there and say it and not have you all speculating. You know what, let's get to this in a second. Let's get to this in a second, Stone. Cut off Shane Beamer because we have much more important things to do because joining us now is a man who, well, he's he's just one of my flat-out favorite people. He's a Chicagoland guy like myself, born and raised, Gary, Indiana. He is one of two co-preseason players of the year along with his teammate Elijah Martin of the American Athletic Conference, and uh, he was the sixth man of the year in Conference USA a year ago. It is John L. Nelly Davis with us here on ESPN 106.3 at FAU Basketball Media Day. I don't think I've actually called you by your government name uh, at any point in the last three years, Nelly. So how uh, how is the offseason, man? It's good to see you. Good, good. Uh, my people are always talking about they call you Nelly Davis on the, t- on uh-huh. the radio station <laughs> and stuff. So that's, that, I, like, I like that too. Yeah, I just – so, so with you, like I, I think that your story's awesome because you get here and you admittedly were raw and you've sort of grown in your body a little bit. You always had skill. I think last year you played in in the Chicago Pro League in the off season, yeah. right? And you came back and you were already your second year here was productive, but you came back from that and you had full tool bag after that full toolbox right there what what was the the leap you made from last season or two seasons ago to last season the year you were you, you were able to have last year 
Uh, it just came down to details of uh, me putting in the right work and uh, the things I needed to work on. Just uh, probably being more consistent, and I had to bring my three uh, trust start having more confidence in my three ball. I was going to ask specifically about that. Uh, is that what's one of the emphasis that you made this off season? Um, you talked about the three ball right there. Obviously, in all across basketball at every level, everybody's working to get that percentage up. Is that something that you've been emphasizing, or what you've been working on coming into this year? Uh, just trying to be a better teammate. Uh, try to do the right thing. Try to make the right play. Try to be more of a floor general. Uh, just trying to be a great team, a great all-around teammate. Uh, here with Nellie Davis, FAU basketball, the Gals number 10 in the AP top 25. I know last year when you guys got ranked for the first time, we found out we were sitting on a bus going to the arena at Western Kentucky before that game. And yeah. so everyone was kind of like, all right, cool. And then it was right into shoot-around. There wasn't a ton of celebration, anything like that. It was cool. So I saw the number 10, and my first thought was, huh, that seems kind of low. Uh, like, well, how did, you, how did you consume that? I, I seen that uh, consumed that uh, it was just too high. I, th I, I believe that we might, we the best team in the country for real, and I stand on that, and we go prove it this year. Did you? And, and I know you've been asked this. Oh, why did you stay at FAU? Why did you stay at FAU? Me personally, I never got the sense that you guys were going anywhere. Like I always just assumed I'm going to be sitting here on media day. And Nelly Davis is going to be sitting next to me. I know that you uh, went to the G League Combine and you got good feedback there, and you played really well at the Combine as well. I messaged you like, hey, you looked awesome out there, like you belonged. But, I mean, was there really any question that if you were going to come back and play college basketball, it was going to be here at FAU? Uh, my, uh, I was never going to transfer. This is always going to be me. This is my uh, second home. Is um for for you? I know that this is a uh, it's your second home. This is like a second family here in Boca Raton. Uh, filling that growth with them and being able to you know have everybody come back and know that you're going to be doing this right alongside with your brothers and your coach that you love. I mean, how much more special is that going to make this run? Where yes, obviously you have your individual goals after the season, but you get another chance to go after those team and collective goals uh, with the Owls, the guys that you already built it with. It's just going to be fun. Uh, I really think uh, after this season, uh, FAU might need a 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> so so last year, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Nelly and Nick Boyd would be saying, there's going to be a movie made about this team someday. We got in December, January. <laughs> I always talk to Ken about this. Yeah. And, and there's a legit documentary that's going to be out leading into the season before the before this team starts on November 8th. Like, how have you – you're not someone that – and you've gotten significantly better at it over the years as you've done it more, but you're not someone who's seeking out a camera, seeking out a microphone. How do you handle all this stuff? Uh, just be calm. Uh, Coach May and my teammates, uh, they gave me a lot of confidence off the court uh, with just media and stuff. So just being – just when I'm when I'm talking to me, just have confidence. That's all. And I mean, it's it's improved vastly, and it's it's hard sometimes. I think. I, but I think uh, media. I'll just I'll just be nervous sometimes. Yeah. So everything I'll be saying, I'll be nervous, and it, then when when I when I get comfortable with the people, and it just come out fluently after that. Well, when he's playing pro ball and he's yeah. got the cameras in front of him, he's got it. It's no, it's good. no problem with the yeah. rock in his hands. That's it's just right. Sit down. Yeah, I, I feel that. But you feel it, what? What part of your um? You know, I know you have a lot of your teammates here that that uh. You know, some of them like Nick Boyd and, and Giancarlo. They run to that spotlight to be able to talk as well. Um, what what part of you is excited for, to see what new characters are going to come out that people are going to learn about with these Owls? We know the faces that we remember from last year. Who are we expecting to learn about in these early non-conference games uh, that maybe we didn't see shine as much during that Final Four run? Uh, we had uh, we got a uh, couple freshmen last year that ain't really 
that Red really didn't get the show, but he uh y'all seen him at Blitz at times like when I think when we played Western Kentucky, y'all seen him below. He have a big jump. Uh, Aji go have a big jump. Uh, just the regular guys really. Yeah, Brennan Lorian and Isaiah. I Gaines. think uh, Brennan Lorian, Isaiah Gaines. Yeah. them them two go have the biggest jump too. Love that. Love to see that. I. I when did you finally – it took me a little bit, and I, I think when you're invested in something and then it ends suddenly, it, it's – you've got to adjust back to normal life. It was weird. We were we were on the road for six weeks together at the end of the season nonstop, yeah. and then you're trying to get back to regular life. When did you finally turn the page on last basketball season? Uh, after we lost the game. Uh, that was it? Yeah, that was it. Uh, just try to get back in the gym and, get, and just work on the stuff that we need to work on to get better and try to get back – try to get past that. The, the uh, set point that we had last year. Uh, you stayed down here during the off season. Yeah, I did my uh, pre-draft workout uh, FAU. Oh, nice. Okay. And how? So, what was the? You went to the G League Combine. I. Uh, what What was that experience like? What sort of things? What sort of feedback did uh, Did Nelly Davis get? Uh, at the G League Combine, it was just good talent and just you know how uh, it's all it's every team best player. So I'm just playing against good talent uh, that I know I could beat up for real. And, 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 and you play showed, at a high level with them. Yeah, and you showed out. I mean, the the scrimmage you played in, the games you played in. I, again, you look like you belong. You've got you've got what it takes here. And so now this season, obviously, you're running it back, and there's a ton of expectations for you. How do you then, like all this stuff, and there's going to be the media request, and there's going to be getting everyone's best shot. How do you guys refocus on this thing? Um, uh, just uh. Each other, uh, all us holding each other accountable. That's all. And we know that uh, at the end of the day, as long as we trust our work, good things will happen. I'm into that. I've seen that. Uh, Theo, and I wanted to uh, – so so we've been talking about bandwagons, and I was saying I grew up in Chicago, was a Bears fan. I'm not anymore. And you, <laughs> I know, like, you grew up in Gary. You're It's like 25 minutes from de- from the loop in Chicago. You're not really a fan of the Chicago teams, right? Uh, my, my, my pops is. He's a Chicago Bears fan. He's going to have a heart attack at, at watching every game. Him and my dad should get together and have heart attacks together because my dad's about to bow out too because of the Bears. Uh, um, but Nelly, it's awesome to, to, to see you, and it's all, I, I can't wait to see again you uh, running it back here with these guys. Uh, appreciate you for jumping on. Good work, by the way. You're really like, like I said, you're killing it with this stuff. So appreciate, appreciate you. It. Nelly Davis with us here on ESPN 106.3. Again, co-American Athletic Conference preseason player of the year with his teammate Elijah Martin, FAU, November 8th against Loyola in Chicago. Dusty May still to come. We'll talk with a couple other owls as well. We're at FAU Basketball Media Day. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levicka. Stone Lebanowitz. It's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Since I'm at FAU, might as well talk about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. They are internationally ranked one of the top 10 sports business postgraduate programs in the entire world according to sport business we're talking elite here this is your path to the sports industry fau.edu slash mba sport the fau mba sport management program they have been doing it since the turn of the millennium started by the late great dr jim reardon and rolling through this is the way 
to get yourself into a job in sports, something you crave, something you strive for, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They are connecting you to the best internships, the best curriculum, and teaching you the best in the modern-day business landscape, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Again, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And you can take classes remotely. You can take them um, uh, on the beautiful Boca Raton campus at FAU. fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Here at FAU Basketball Media Day, the Owls top 10, number 10 in the country in the AP top 25. And uh, we want to thank Nellie Davis for uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, again, co-American Athletic Conference preseason player of the year. Uh, it's a stone bear with me because I'm trying to, uh, to get my bearings here. There's a lot of a uh, lot of movement. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and hear the the uh, the the Shane Beamer injury now, I believe. Or you know what? We're going to uh, I think. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Shane Beamer, South Carolina head coach with the dumbest injury of the college football season on Saturday. Uh, so I'd rather just get it out there and say it and not have you all speculating. And then after the game on Saturday in Missouri, you ask. I called Coach Tanner, told him, make sure he was okay with it, and he died laughing when I told him. So obviously there's not a lot of empathy from him. Um, <laughs> it was uh, uh, after the game, and certainly that was a gut-wrenching emotional loss, and, and uh, I was frustrated and kicked something that I shouldn't have kicked and, and uh, thought I was okay, but journaling of the game wore off. And before anybody starts the narrative, like the head football coach is – frustrated and lost his poise and all that no I care and um, uh, I care about these kids and I was really upset on Saturday night because I didn't do enough to help them uh, get over the hump and win the football game so don't think I have to have surgery but there is a broken bone in my foot it hurts like you know what so so stone this guy he he kicked garbage can or he kicked some sort of solid object and broke his foot after South Carolina lost to florida uh is that have you come close to breaking anything have you broken anything out of anger before uh i mean yeah hairline fracture in my my, my hand my fist a couple really? of my knuckles you did a, a good old-fashioned boxers fracture exactly that what actually. were you mad about what were you mad about was it football was it a girl what, what was going <laughs> on there um just uh my girlfriend had taken a slice that she shouldn't have taken of my frozen pizza, frozen pizza. and Your i said listen listen and you know i grabbed her i said that's not gonna happen ever again no uh -huh. no, no, no this happened to me and my bigger my bigger brother when i was younger just coming up regular sibling stuff but it's the same thing right it is you get out of frustration you let it fly hairline fracture in your hand your foot it's all relative i don't mind shane beamer for this at all but, but, he does care. This shows how that he cares. How old were you when this happened? Like 11. Okay, that's different. 11. This is a grown man. There now, are millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, right? You're fluctuating. This is an SEC bat. There's so much going on that we can't even comprehend. Uh, well, Paul Feinbaum had some thoughts on it. Um, let's, uh, let's hear what, what Paul Feinbaum had to say uh, because... It was uh, Paul Feinbaum not impressed with the admitted uh, the the admitted broken foot for Shane Beamer. <sighs> the producer just asked me to react to that. I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, this guy was laughing about it, cajoling, thinking it was like a high school frat prank. Uh, I mean, this is a head football coach at a major SEC school. And he breaks his foot in frustration. If he had shown half that effort in trying to stop Florida from 
blowing them uh, to, uh, to pieces at the end of that game, I, 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 I think maybe the season wouldn't be on the brink and going straight down the toilet. But uh, that, that, was, that was really incredible. So uh, Paul Feinbaum doesn't sound impressed, Stone. Uh, I think he's sort of clowning him there, no? Yeah, I'm confused by all of this, to be quite frank with you. What are you clowning? South Carolina played a damn good football game. You let it slip. A few mistakes here. I mean, it's a sport of football. Paul Feinbaum, I, I'll break my foot kicking him in the face right now. <laughs> You're threatening violence on uh, on Paul Feinbaum. This is not taking a direction, or this is uh, not going in a direction that I saw it going in. I don't um, like people. I don't like now, this. But you can make an argument that uh, – uh, a guy, an SEC coach in charge of uh, an entire college football program, big money on the table. He should probably be able to reserve his emotions a little bit and not break his foot kicking something uh, solitary, solid and solitary. Says who? Uh, who, who, who? Is Nick Saban breaking bones in his foot? He doesn't have that personality. He, do, he doesn't let his emotions come out physically. He's just not that guy. Can we at least agree that it's a dumbass injury? Of course it is. What do you, okay. you think Sam Pittman hasn't had twelve of these? Like, I mean, let's go. You go around the, like, <laughs> like Biff Biff Poggy here has broken three, his foot three different times. Like, it's just how different coaches coach. I almost made a comment about if Biff Poggy can see his feet. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's see here. So, so I asked on social media, what's the dumbest injury that you've ever suffered? What is the dumbest injury you have ever suffered? Because this is an objectively dumb injury that Shane Beamer suffered, kicking something heavy, uh, something solid, and breaking his foot out of frustration because he couldn't close it out against Florida. Um, what, would you count that, that boxer's injury with your brother as the dumbest injury? I think I have to, right? I didn't <laughs> uh, voluntarily want to get spinal surgery or slip a few discs in my back and the ac joints in the shoulders all that was because of the sport so for the stupid one yeah it has to be the hairline fracture in my in my, in my hand i think the the dumbest one and i didn't mean for it to happen but the dumbest one have you ever seen an earth ball before yes okay we uh we played an earth ball game uh when i was in junior high uh where we would have to i don't know you have your gym class and it's on the basketball floor and you're trying to to push this this earth ball forward and you can kick it or hit it whatever yeah, yeah. um and i got the uh the earth ball again the thing's bigger than me i got that thing kicked into my my finger and it it, it cracked my finger and uh and broke my finger i had the only earth ball fracture in the history of earth balls and it happened to me so that was my dumbest and again i couldn't do anything about it but i that's what happened now uh i asked on social media the dumbest injury you've ever suffered, and you can weigh in at 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's go through a couple of these Chad messages in. The Baltimore Orioles were in the ALDS. Delman Young hit a bases-loaded double. I high-fived everyone in my section. I reached down to high-five the little kid behind me, and I popped my shoulder out of the socket. A literal high-five injury there with the Orioles celebrating with the fans like that's objectively dumb right i mean that one's pathetic it's not even dumb it's just pathetic right because we're all going to do it but i mean if your body can't hold up if you're not stretched out enough if like 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 he should take advice from you like you're steady throwing the ball around right all sports trying to that's stay right loose. trying like to if, keep those shoulders loose you're keep, getting, keep that ac joint in yeah shape. if you're not doing that clearly it's going to pop out of socket throwing a high five round i mean your wife probably hates you and then there's mccallie who messages when I was a kid, I fell on the stairs, gave myself a concussion because I thought it was a good idea to pull my shirt over my bent knees and legs and crouch walk up the staircase. Like, you're just asking for a brain injury. <laughs> yeah, you are. 
And then that it's like Bra- like ET. Try, well, I don't get know. this, Brad. I tore my ACL bowling. How does that even happen? He said there was something sticky on the lane, and my foot stuck. That's, but you shouldn't be in the lane. <laughs> that's a low point, right like, what there. What are you doing? That that's rock bottom. Um, uh, Tim says I broke my knuckle punching a basketball stanchion playing one on one with my brother. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Leo, I pulled the sand rake from the golf cart. It drew blood. I pulled the sand rake from he, the golf cart. He made cart. himself bleed with the sand rake on the golf course. Rob, I had a chainsaw hit me across the face. I, what are we doing here? I mean, he's getting in the work. He's obviously he, out there in the field. I, I don't understand how we're doing that. Uh, let's see. Kyle says marriage. Ho, 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 the old ball and chain, huh? <laughs> uh, six still. I shimmied up a 10-foot wooden pole to impress a girl by hanging her birdhouse on top for her. I decided to slide down, and I caught oh. a nail with my left inner thigh. 38 stitches at age 12. Oh, my God. Like, what is that? Like, first of all, there's the splinter concerns. Oh, then, oh God! Like, think about it. if he got if he got thirty eight stitches on his left inner thigh. Think about how close it came to going a little further up. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it. I was just trying to figure out how to word it. I, I do, I do bet you he landed the girl though. Oh, that's horrific. Hanging a birdhouse. Like, what are you doing? Who cares? Uh, let's the go girl ahead. cares. Oh, I guess. Um, oh, and then he followed up with, "I didn't get a date." Oh, see, that's how man. it happens, guys. That's how it happens. Uh, it is full-fledged uh, media here at, uh, at at FAU Basketball Media Days. And uh, joining us now is last year's Conference USA Coach of the Year. The Owls heading to the American, ranked number 10 in the AP poll. Dusty May making some time for us here on ESPN 106.3. Coach getting a kick out of, uh, I've gone Celsius today. I always have a variety of caffeine uh, that I'm consuming at any given time. So that it is pretty good if you're into that sort of thing. I know you're a coffee guy. I don't really think you're an energy drink guy, but it's good. I'm coffee and I'm phasing into tea. Okay. And I've been intrigued by the Celsius. We have a couple guys on staff that are big fans, yeah. especially being a local brand. Right. Um, shameless plug. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. Yeah, the, the Celsius, I think uh, I've seen on Instagram and some other social media avenues that they've been great to our players as well. So yeah. Any business that's great to our players, I'm a big fan of. It's great to the players, great to ESPN 106.3. That's perfect. Uh, so, whew, it, I cannot believe that we are we're sitting weeks away. It's getting to the point where days away from the, the start of this basketball season. You've talked about it uh, in various national media outlets. Can't look back. Like, that's done. And now it's all moving forward. We're going to get everybody's best shot. How difficult is it, though, when everybody wants to ask about last year still? It's difficult until you get on in between the lines, and then it becomes business and work and, and habits take over. Um, I do think being told how great you are for such an expended, extended period of time does skew um, what got you to that point. And I think our hunger, our determination were a couple of the, the things that, that got us to the, you know, got us over the hump until we started believing um, in ourselves with, with, you know, that we could beat anyone on any night. So uh, we're excited for the opportunity, but we know um, it's it's going to be different than it was. Nothing's going to feel the same. Yeah. Life's changed for all of us, but it, it's up to us to figure out a way uh, to maximize this roster um, and, and, and be the best team this can be. be. Because last year's team, you don't roll it over 
uh, and start where you left off. You have to start from scratch. We can't skip steps, but we're excited for the challenge. I do feel like you got a little bit of a sample size last year of these guys getting talked up, and you're outstanding, you're great. The first ranking in, franchise, in, in program history, obviously the NCAA tournament run. All things considered, how do you think they handled that that helped prepare them for what this year is going to be? Well, obviously, I think it was the, the three-game road trip. That we, we found a way to beat North Texas here on a Saturday, and we had to go to Western mm-hmm. Kentucky on Monday, and then the, the dreaded West Texas trip on Thursday, Ugh. Saturday. So yeah. the Monday, the AP polls came out, and we're at shoot-around. And, and as a staff, do we, do we talk about it? Do we address it? Do we act like it didn't happen? And we decided to address it, and, and uh, several of our players said that doesn't matter. Who cares? We're here for a reason, and that's to win a basketball game. And so they passed that test and then uh, about uh, you know 20 more tests that year uh, that I think a lot of 18- to 20-year-olds might have got caught up in in a, in a trap. I think our guys stayed the course and uh, kept grounded and, and uh, determined to be who we were. Here with FAU basketball coach Dusty Mays, Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. The Owls open November 8th in Chicago against Loyola Barstool Invitational. The home opener is November 14th against Eastern Michigan here at the Ellie, 866-FAU-Owls and FAUsports.com. I, I, I saw you, uh, you, you tell a, a media outlet that uh, you were discussing everybody coming back. Um, and you said yesterday we were on a panel together here in Boca uh, for the Boca Raton Bowl that it wasn't a question of if we're going to keep all these guys. It was a question of why wouldn't they want to stay here at FAU. You've been asked every question about keeping everyone and running it back and not having anybody go to the transfer portal. I guess it never even occurred to me that that was a thing that could happen. And you have to really see it, the connectivity of these guys and, and how they, they bond together to really get a full feel for that. Is there a is there a, a way to quantify what this group is collectively and why there really was never any concern they would go anywhere else? Well, that's a lot to unpack, Ken. Um, first and foremost, the, this team is it has a special bond. And this program, is, as you know, you travel with the sheer part of it, is, is very a tight-knit, close grip, close group that has a, a lot of mutual respect for each other, for what each of us do well, for each of us don't do so well. And we're able to overlook some shortcomings. We're able to accept people are for who they are, mm-hmm. while also molding that into doing what's best for the team at all times and never subtracting from the group. And these guys do an amazing job of that. But anytime large quantities of money as you and I both know as as adults and when we have families and, and all that our players don't have that additional responsibility for the most part some of them do uh, to an extent but anytime those things are, are being thrown at you and and the uh, allure of uh, the power five facilities the airplane rides the way they travel the gear everything that goes with it the stuff um, you have to be concerned that someone might uh, want those things versus what we are. And so even though we were all saying it wasn't going to happen, people changed their mind daily. And so it was, it was always a concern. But it was also, uh, you know, uh, the staff had the, the, the mindset that we can't control that, what everyone else has. We can work to provide the best situation for our guys while also helping them monetize their name, image, and likeness, anything we can do within the rules. And so they, I do think they, they trusted that we're always going to do try to do what's best for them and what's best for the program. But they also appreciate the environment that, that we've created. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and it's, it's difficult 
to leave happy and fun. Uh, Everybody coming back for the exception of Mike Forrest, who's already uh, started his pro career overseas, which is incredible. And you uh, you credited him as really being the cornerstone of this thing. He was your first recruit to FAU and played a big part in the NCAA tournament run. But everybody else comes back, and they spend an offseason trying to, to get themselves better, get bigger, hone their skills. I know you are such a student, and you're always trying to get an edge, and now this is the high-profile, huge program in the college basketball landscape. How did you approach getting better this offseason? I know that you're you're critical of yourself, and anybody who's competitive wants to get better every offseason. What did Dusty May do to sharpen himself for this basketball season? Ken, I had probably my second greatest growth spurt uh, of my career, uh, with the first being during COVID, because we simply mm-hmm. had a lot of time to, to dive into our deficiencies. Um, but, man, I had access to the greatest coaches, teachers uh, on the planet because of our team success. And um, I was able to grow in every area, and, and hopefully that helps us uh, apply some different things. Uh, but, you know, even the stuff we do, I different ways to word things, different ways to teach, different ways um, to to tweak your offense or defense. So I, I, I'm blown away at how much I didn't know a year ago. And uh, hopefully I'm able to feel like that every offseason, that, that it was a, a great growth opportunity because of what our team was able to do together. But I feel like uh, I, I used every waking moment and still am to this day trying to find uh, different ways to be better. I, uh, I try not to speak for you uh, when talking with FAU fans, and the most common question I get is, my God, Ken, the schedule. <laughs> you've, you've, you, you've got Illinois and Madison Square Garden. You've got Arizona. Tough matchup to start the season against Loyola. St. Bonnie's. Uh, it, it's, this is the toughest non-conference in the history of FAU, and it's not even close. Uh, you're playing a, a high-major non-conference schedule. Um, including the tournament in Orlando. What went into that? Was that you telling the guys, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to make this as difficult as possible. We're going to do it for you, get the exposure. Is this for looking forward, knowing that at some point you're going to have to start filling roster holes here and trying to, to get exposure? What went into the, the, the building of the non-conference schedule? Ken, there wasn't a lot of conversation because we know what our players want to do. And we worked diligently, but fortunately a lot of these uh, – games and tournaments reached out to us we've hmm. we've had to fight uh for several years to try to get high profile games in 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 these tournaments in different environments and fortunately for us they came after us this year because of uh the ability to bring everyone back obviously and the success of last year's team but also i think people enjoy watching our guys play they they're they're passionate they're together they're connected so there's a lot that that made our guys attractive to these events uh but it was anyone anywhere um and if you watch this play, I think you understand that, that we're not afraid of a lot. Uh, we have a fearless approach to the, to the way we play, to the way we prepare. We're not afraid of failure. We're not afraid of being wrong. We're not afraid of not having the answers. Um, we have a, 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 a high level of confidence that even if we don't have them in that locker room, which somebody probably does in that locker room, that we're going to find it. And so um, if, if we don't live up to expect expectations, then, then we're going to fight like crazy to do it the next time. So um, I think that approach, in addition to our guys being great competitors that deserve this stage, 
um, they were a lot of easy decisions to say yes. Coach, appreciate the time. I know uh, you've got a line of people waiting for you, so uh, thank you for taking the time with us, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, okay? Well, being on with you, Ken, makes it feel real, and it makes it feel here. So <laughs> the season this, is this, here. This is exciting. I appreciate you, though, man. FAU head coach Dusty May back after this. LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVecca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacements, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. baptisthealthnet slash ortho we were supposed to have Giancarlo Rosado but I'm not sure we're going to fit him in uh unfortunately he's being pulled aside to uh to to do a a photo session so that's unfortunate uh so we'll try and uh grab him at some point before the uh the season starts but uh again we were supposed to have Giancarlo Rosado and again I don't think that's going to happen so uh we'll uh We'll just bring Theo back on. Oh, God. It's so yeah. frustrating, man. Oh, You'd think God. I'd have more pull around this place, right? Hey, what do you mean? What oh, happened? my what God. I, was, I, I, th- I thought we were going to have G, and then uh, we've got uh, – Why aren't we? We could get him right now. Uh, we could get him right now, but, uh, I mean, if you want to go grab him. Or we could get Nick Boyd. Let's get Nick Boyd. Yeah, no, no, up, no, Nick no, Boyd? no, 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 no. G's got to take down. photos. She's taking photos. He's being all Hollywood. Let's yeah. get Nick Boyd. Let's get Nick Boyd here. Nick Boyd. FAU point guard. I didn't want to bother Nick. I was going to grab Nick, but he's eating pizza he's right eating, now. Yeah. I don't want to bother him with lunch. You okay? You okay coming on? Nick's and, been eating pizza for the past hour. And we're an unprofessional uh, thing here, so you don't even have to. You can eat with your mouth open. We don't really care at all here. So uh, let's um, let's uh, let's bring on Nick Boyd here on ESPN 106.3. Thank you for joining us, Matt. How are you? I'm great. How y'all doing? Good. Did you stay down here during, uh, during the off season? Had to. Yeah. yeah I went home for like two weeks. The whole, the whole offseason. Uh, so so when we're uh, – yeah, let's go get yeah. G on. Let's get G I'm on. Get, All right, let's yeah, get them both. We'll make it right. Uh, I love that deal. Way to serve. <laughs> um, what, what has this entire offseason been like for you? Is it tough to, uh, to, to look forward as opposed to uh, – I'm sure you're always getting Man. questions about Final Four, Final Four. How do you look forward now? Honestly, it is tough. Uh, you kind of just got to force yourself. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean – it's hard to say. Like I, I don't try to shut too many questions down when it comes to the final four run, but I definitely try to keep it short because you know I just want to focus on what's coming. I mean, I feel like we got a group of guys that all came back for a reason because we wanted to do something again. You know. Yep. Not really talk about the past, but now talk about the future. And you, know, you know, so when it comes to questions about the past, I kind of shut it down a little bit, but I'm still polite about it. Nick Boyd and Giancarlo Rosado are going to be on the floor. FAU opens November 8th in Chicago. I get to head back to my hometown to see my <laughs> my guys open their season. <laughs> their title defense here uh Giancarlo I'm, I'm looking and uh I'm watching the heat social media watching the FAU social media and it's just you and Bam chopping it up Bam Adebayo right here on this floor what was that like having the heat in here first of all man Ken how you doing man good Appreciate man you always. yeah and uh it was good having uh Bam here um I, I was able to speak with him just uh just about playing style uh 
what he looks for on defense and how he communicates to his teammate and, and also his playmaking, uh, how, how good of a playmaker he is. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's always good to talk to one of the best bigs in the NBA, you know, because that's what you're striving for, and uh, that's, that's the people you look up to every day. Uh, I, I, told, I talked with Kevin Love uh, just a day before they started here, and I said, hey, we've got a good big passing big man in Giancarlo Rosado, so make sure you uh, – you let him throw some outlet passes. Did he? Did he hit you up at all? I didn't get to speak to Kevin. Uh, <laughs> he was like half paying attention to me, so I had a feeling that was going to happen. Uh, so, so I there's been every question about oh, running it back. Yeah. You guys have heard it all. Why did you come together? Why did you come together? I just told Coach it just never occurred to me during the run that that was even a possibility. Like Man. I know people were in your DMs and all that stuff. It didn't occur to me that that was going to be a thing. And now that's the storyline of FAU this year is running it back. Uh, did you have any doubt that unless they went pro, this was going to be the whole group coming back? That's it. I mean, I got a little nervous. I thought it looked good for my boys to go yeah, uh, sure. professionally. But, you know, other than that, uh, I knew we were all come back. Um, I mean, we were talking about this weeks on weeks. I mean, years on years, uh, having a moment like this for the university. And um, I knew we weren't going nowhere. So, I. Uh, Coach has been really talking you guys up as guys who have elevated yourself in this offseason. Like, gee, what what has been the workload? What's that been like for, for you in this offseason, knowing what you guys, your lack of ceiling now? Man, actually this offseason, uh, me personally, I was dealing with it, uh, a knee injury this offseason. Uh, but um, that was kind of an adjustment for me because I've never had an yeah. injury like that in my college career. So uh, just learning how to, how to work around it and not just stop working – in, in, in all but as a group uh the work has 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 picked up it's, it hasn't dropped off uh, the standard is is set and uh that's what we do we work uh you guys got a taste of having the target on your back last year nick that's gonna be all year now yeah. there's not gonna be any ease in oh good story top 25 in december awesome it's right there fau gonna get everyone's best shot uh, I think you guys got a good experience with that at times last year, but a whole season of it, how do you think you guys are going to hold up? I think there's going to be some ups and downs, no doubt. I mean, um, but I think that's going to set us up for what's most important, which is March and April. Um, I mean, I don't think we're going to go perfect this year at mm -hmm. all. I mean, I hope we do, but, you know, it's a game of runs. Like basketball is basketball. So, I mean, you got to expect the ups and downs and the, and the hard times, but I think we got a group of guys, no matter what happens, 0-5, 0-10, 5-0, we're going to keep the same energy and work hard. That's a very pro approach to it. I, I, I do think that that's important. Like, this doesn't have to be a perfect season. No doubt. I, you guys now have the name recognition. You've set that base. Like, I feel like in the NCAA tournament, G, when you guys are beating Tennessee, you're beating Kansas State. You're taking down Memphis. Like now you know and you know what it takes in those spots. It truly is one game at a time. That whole thing leading into every game was new film study, uh basketball one oh one, completely different. Like everybody's so locked in game by game. I think that's a big lesson right no there. And Ken, you was there. You seen you seen the preparation game by game and uh and, and that's all you can ask for as a, as a coach, as a teammate, as a brother, that's all you can ask for is going to war with guys that's been there before. Because it's very difficult to go into going to those type of battles with guys that's never been there before. And that's yeah. what we're experiencing right now with uh, Ja'Kel Powell and, and mm -hmm. Devin right now. We're trying to we're trying to get them to uh, caught up because they are behind. And uh, But that's just natural freshman stuff. Well, my uh, my wife was looking at the calendar. She's like, wait, you guys are about to start traveling all the time. She's <laughs> like, she's like, you're about to be with your uh, your basketball family. I'm like, it's true. Like, hey, my second real, family real coming family. up. Absolutely. I mean, man, shout out to Kev, man. Always. I said Kev, Ken, man, long day. Shout out to Ken, though, always supporting us. You know, I mean, he's been here since we've been here. 
uh, even before then. And, uh, you know, when we go on the road and lose every game, uh, he still <laughs> stuck it out with us, still no called doubt. the games and brought his best effort and best energy. So, I mean, now it's only right, you know, we give him a treat every night. I appreciate you, yes, Nick. Sir. Appreciate all you guys have done for this school, for me. And yes, let's sir. go get it in a couple let's of weeks, all right? Let's do it. Let's awesome. Do it, Nick Boyd, Giancarlo Rosado with us. That's a great way to wrap it up here on ESPN 106.3. For Stone Lebanowitz and Theo Dorsey, want to thank Dusty May, want to thank G, want to thank Nick Boyd, and want to thank Nellie Davis for hitting and hanging out with us here today. We'll be back tomorrow in studio, noon. Lavica, Theo, and Stone right here on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.